Hello, and welcome to another episode of Douglas Full Impact, our community podcast. This is going to be a fun one. <laughs> this is going to be a different one because we have our, some regular people. We have some special guests, and we have some super special guests joining us today at the table. Uh, this guy's going to distract me the whole time. I know, buddy. Hang on. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> let's get started real quick. Let's introduce everybody we got at the table. Join us once again is Miss Haley Chapman. Hello. And joining us, we have two special, three special guests joining us today. Miss uh, <laughs> Vanessa Fransikowski. Yes. Shelter manager with the uh, Douglas County Animal S Services, right? Yes. And Miss Susan Duncan, who is with the Douglas County Humane Society, right? Yes. Hi. And this guy, sorry, uh, this guy <laughs> doesn't quite have a name yet, but he likes to chew on my arm. Um, <laughs> we're going to call you Dougie for the rest of this show, just so we have a reference for you, okay? Do you want to say hello to everybody? Hello, everybody. This is Dougie. Hi. Oh. Now, yeah, there you go. We'll talk to him. <laughs> just as a little precursor, if you're just listening to the audio version of today's show, you might want to go over to our YouTube channel and check out the video version so you can get the full effect of Dougie here in the studio with us. We're going to be talking all about the Humane Society and the Animal Shelter and all about Dougie and all of his friends over there. Right, right buddy? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so... Um, and we're going to try to focus, <coughs> but it's going to be hard. So we're going to start off uh, as we normally do. We're going to talk about some news and events. Haley has some news and events she's going to try <laughs> to talk about while I play with the puppy. So Haley, take it away. I will try. <laughs> hey, Dougie. <laughs> Not get distracted. Uh, we've had a fantastic week here in Douglasville. Uh, first off, our own Mayor Robinson was awarded the 2020 Women in Public Service for her achievement, leadership, and commitment to public service. It was amazing uh, award for her. So that was a, a great celebration that we had here. And then also speaking of Mayor Robinson, the uh, kids, I believe it was Miss Christy McCoy's class at North Douglas North Elementary. Yeah. Uh, they <coughs> did, um, they were all decorating their doors for Black History Month. And they did, uh, that class did Mayor Robinson, and it was fantastic, yeah, it was actually. Cool yeah. yeah, yeah, the it door, was, they, they drew was, a picture and stuff of her. It looked really cool. Yeah. They had quotes all over it. It was really neat. Yeah, and of course, you know, Mayor Robinson was the first female and then the right. first African-American uh, mayor. mayor of Douglasville. Correct. So that, yeah. was, that was really cool to see. And then, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And then, this is very important news. <laughs> Focus. <laughs> and then also, we recently had our dedication <laughs> for... Uh, uh, keep Douglasville beautiful. We uh, they planted trees on uh, our Arbor Day. Correct. Uh, back on uh, Martin Luther King Day, uh, that we had a day of service <laughs> where yes. they took a bunch of trees down in front of Douglas County High School, uh, and then on Martin Luther King Day they had a day of service where they planted a whole bunch of new trees. <laughs> He's rolling over. <laughs> 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 and then on Arbor Day, they actually had a nice dedication ceremony to dedicate the new uh, trees in the new little area and stuff. Yeah. So that was really neat. Yeah. It was beautiful out there. I don't know if y'all have job. had a chance to go out there, but I drive in every day. And, you know, everyone that's coming off the interstate, you know, to Douglasville will pass this, like, new beautiful area. And it was really cool to hear that those trees that had been there, actually, that was the end of their lifespan. Yeah. So it was something that yeah. needed to be done. Um and yeah. like this is basically planting for the future. Right. It's and not like we're just taking down trees. Yeah. I know my wife for one is like, why are they always cutting down trees? Mm -hmm. But this was one where it was for, a, yeah, it need, they needed to come down before they were a hazard or mm -hmm. danger or something. And we replaced them all. 
with probably more trees than we took down. So, yeah, I, I believe nice. the, the count was a fairly large a difference. Yeah. yeah, so as they grow in, that'll be really nice. Yeah, and then there's a um, area for the students or um, that is like a sit sitting area that like they're hoping for the future that, you know, kids could come out there and, you know, be surrounded by the trees and study. And it, it's for the uh, Wind Foundation. Yes. And it was really cool to to hear about the history of the Wind family and, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. the All legacy the of their family now getting to live on for uh, future generations. I know they had a lot of con um, connections with Douglas County, yes, Douglas County did. High. Yes. Sorry, yes, yes, I'm totally listening <laughs> to you. I'm totally paying attention to every word you say. <laughs> and not to Dougie chewing on my hand. <laughs> Oh, goodness. So, yeah, yeah, good news, right? Good stuff. Yes, definitely. <laughs> stuff. Uh, what about real quickly, what kind of events we got coming up? Anything uh, we got coming up on the near future? We got uh, anything fun coming up? I'm trying to think what's next. We got some ribbon cuttings coming up. Ribbon you know, cut West, Pines. Like West Pines. West mm -hmm. Launching their new training center over there. We have a bunch of events. Uh, they're all on our website. Uh, Webmaster Chris has got them all up there. So visit our website, douglasvillegi.gov, and check out all the upcoming events. But I don't think we can delay talking <laughs> delay any more with news and events. We've got to get back to Mr. Doug here uh, and talk a little bit about him and his buddies. So <laughs> let's move on to Vanessa and Susan and talk a little bit about uh, the Animal Shelter, okay. the Humane Society, and all of Doug and his friends over there and what, they're, what they have going on. So what... It, <laughs> <laughs> you want to start off with and tell us tell us about the, uh, the 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 animal shelter and the humane society and how you guys serve our community first. Okay, yes, um, as the Douglas County Humane Society in the past actually ran the shelter, and so now we are just the charitable arm of the shelter. Um, oh. We support them in all things uh, with the community as well, pet pantry to help feed um, pets of those that can't um, for a temporary basis so that way they can keep their pets. We try to spay and neuter as many in the community as possible um, the, of their pets so that way they don't end up in the shelter. But we still get little puppies uh, that come into uh, Douglas County Animal Services so we also want to support their work of spaying and neutering all the dogs and cats before they leave. So. Um, we're excited to be here today and kind of share, you know, the growth that we've had uh, throughout the years um, of the Humane Society and uh, how, you know, we're really making a difference um, with the, the shelter. Absolutely. And you guys got amazing. a new shelter, is that correct? So we've been new there room? almost three years. Three years? Um, from the old location. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's been, it's fantastic. Um, what you see from the outside and even from the lobby is not it doesn't totally give you the whole picture of what we have there. Um, we do have a surgical suite, um, our surgical suite. We do all of our spays and neuters in-house now. Wow. Um, so when somebody adopts an animal, as long as it's you know, a certain age and medically sound, we will go ahead and spay or neuter it before it leaves the building. Um, and that's just in an effort to go ahead and control the overpopulation of pets um, and unwanted pets that we have here. Um, it also kind of gives us an idea of, since we have our lab work machines now, we just got those in, and we're getting our extra machines in as well. If we see something that's kind of questionable before we sedate an animal for anesthesia um, and for a spay or neuter, we can kind of start looking at that. Because we do get animals that have been out in the field for months at a time. Yeah. Um, we get dogs that they're eating raw bones and things like Aww. that. So we're able to diagnostically check them before we put them under anesthesia and say, hey, this dog might not make it under anesthesia. Let's try to do something else. Um, so it, it helps our numbers as well. Um, like Susan was saying, you know, the Humane Society has been a really big shuttle arm for us. Um, we get a lot of donors that help. 
We get a lot of charitable grants that help with us. Um, but if it weren't for the Humane Society, we wouldn't be able to do half the things that we do. Okay. Um, one of the big things that we did this past year um, in 2019 is we became a no-kill status. So the oh. no-kill status is huge for us because in the history of the Humane Society and animal services, it never happened in Douglas County. Um, to be a no-kill shelter is you're in the limelight. Um, that is what every animal shelter, every animal services aims for. And what a no-kill status is, is we have a 90% live release rate. So 90% of our animals that leave our building, it's live release rate. So we don't euthanize for space. We don't euthanize for longevity of time in the shelter. We've had dogs there six, seven months. Um, ideally, we don't want them there that long, yeah. but we don't euthanize for anything like that. Um, if we ever do have to say goodbye to a pet, it's because of severe medical issues. Um, something that's going to, you know, compromise their quality of life. Yeah. All right. Doug, you seem to be really happy about that stat. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, awesome. You know, and it's, and it's fantastic. The way we did that this year, um, this past year, we have a great team. Um, we have a fantastic resource coordinator who works with the public. We have PetSmart adoption events. Um, we have social media. We're heavy on social media, um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Our volunteers kind of push our network out there. We have a rescue coordinator who works solely with the rescues. So a lot of these dogs that may not be adoptable to the public because of med medical health issues, sometimes behavioral, we can get them out to rescue. So instead of having to euthanize an animal, we have avenues, pathways to get them out. Okay. Um, and then our adoption rates have tripled um, with the fact that we're using social media, we're getting out in the public, adoption events. So that's contributed to us being no-kill now. Um, and it's, it's fantastic. We're leaving, uh, me and the director are leaving tomorrow, actually, to go to Austin for a Pets Alive conference. Oh. And that is solely focused on maintaining no-kill status. So it gives you tips and tricks of the yeah. trade to keep us where we're at. That's awesome. One of the things, too, we added the heartworm treatment right. assistance program, too, for a lot of the dogs that are going to come into the shelter haven't, you know, had any heartworm prevention medicine. So they will find, you know, that during testing that they have heartworms. And that's a big, you know, uh, financial cost for someone adopting that mm -hmm. thinks, oh, my, what am I going to do? So we assist um, with the heartworm treatment cost straight to the vet. And that way, we, one, we know that when they're adopted, they are going to get treated and have a longer, healthier life. And that also the adoptions, you know, they're, they're not going to stay in the shelter longer, you know, waiting for just that hero adopter who's willing to take on, you know, providing that treatment for them. Yeah. So, they so we're a lot excited. Of we had yeah. 20, 24 um, adopted and treated last year. So oh, wow. we're excited about that. That's awesome. Yeah. It it's been really good. So you mentioned the new surgical suite. Uh, mm -hmm. Is that something that you provide? simply for the, the animals that come through or is, is there is yes. it open to the public? It's not open to the all? public um, just because the legalities of running your own standalone sure, practice sure. and then getting vets on board. Um, right now our vets, um, a lot of them donate their time and services to okay. us and we work with all the vets in Douglas County and it's fantastic. They write our shelter protocols, they do our surgeries. Um, Dr. Griffin with Wild Things Mobile Vet, she's actually our spay and neuter vet. Um, so she comes in twice a week, and we spay and neuter pretty much everything that we can get our hands on that's yeah. medically sound. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's also done some emergency surgeries for us um, and life-saving surgeries yeah. as well. We deal with Douglas Oaks, um, Sweetwater Creek, K Animal Hospital. All of them have kind of contributed to helping oh, us with our great. surgical suite. Yeah. Um, but we do do, we've done amputations, you know, like I said, we've oh. done exploratories. Because it's, you know, a lot of people think that because they're unknown animals that they don't get the same care that they would in private practice. And to me, that's just not fair. You know, just because these guys don't have owners doesn't mean they don't get the same quality of care as a dog that's owned. Mm -hmm. You know, so we do our best. They get their vaccines. They get heart tested, rabies vaccines, um, spayed and neutered, pretty much anything that we can provide for them, we do. 
Yeah. And we've got their back on the community side with our program. Uh, we changed it so no one's turned away in Douglas County, uh, if proof of need or without. We're going to right. help uh, if they'll do our program um, on our website, DouglasCountyHumaneSociety.com. <laughs> and just Ooh. go to the website yeah. and we will help anybody in Douglas County spay and neuter their pets. Then that way, like we said, yeah. it'll help there the pet overpopulation. Yeah. And, and yeah. then she's right. also got uh, the trap neuter return policy. Right. For we do uh, have community. Yeah, we have a lot of new programs. Um, so um, we were able to go ahead and pass an ordinance that we have community cats. So they're protected. As long as they've been spayed, neutered, ear tipped, and combo tested, um, we're able to release them back as long as there's a caretaker. So right. if animal control gets a call about a stray cat that's hanging out on somebody's property, as long as it's been ear tipped and we have a responsible owner, we don't have to bring it into the shelter. Yeah. So that reduces our numbers. That's good. Um, yeah. Our TNR program is if you have a cat on the outside of your house, it's not really a domesticated cat. It's more of a feral doesn't really want to be around you, but it serves a purpose on your on your property. We'll spay and neuter it, ear tip it, and release it back onto your property. Um, we also have a barn cat program. So our barn cat program is um, geared towards cats working. Um, a lot of people don't think that animals have jobs, but they do. Yeah. Um, so you know you always see those memes about you know the cat at the doorstep with a little mouse. It's brought mm -hmm. you a present. Yeah. That's our barn cats. Um, so what we do is we know that they're not necessarily friendly. Um, they're more of the feral status. They don't want to be around you, but they're not hurting the environment. Right. They're actually helping. So what we do is we spay and neuter them. And if somebody has a barn that they have a rodent problem, we give them a cat for free and they serve their purpose. And we've had some nice. really good calls, kind of like yeah. the memes, um, with the pictures, you know, with the little cat that'll bring them a mice or, you know, <laughs> a gecko or something. Um, but that's what we do. We put them to work. And like I said, you know, it saves us from having to euthanize animals that have been there for months at a time. Yeah. You give them a job, you know, get them out. Um, I know that for our dogs as well, we've sent some to um, the USDA for the bomb detections. Um, we were on the news cool. about mm -hmm. a year ago for one of our dogs, Chipper, that graduated from that program, Aww. and he was a shelter dog. Um, tons of our rescues, they send them up north. Um, they are hospice dogs. They're therapy dogs. Um, they go to the children's Aww. hospitals. You know, every animal has a purpose. And so, I mean, we haven't figured the ones out for fish yet, but um, <laughs> we do have, every animal does have a purpose. And so we try to field them where we think they'd work best, yeah. um, you know, and it works. I mean, you have Border Patrol, you have the police departments. It, it helps. Yeah. It really does. Well, so, you, sorry, sorry. You, you mentioned the fish. Um, so I want to go back because you told us something <laughs> beforehand that I didn't realize. So we're talking about how the animals come to you guys uh, mm -hmm. and some of the services that you provide. How do you end up with fish? Okay, so the <laughs> shelter doesn't just have, you know, the Humane Society and the shelter side. We also work with animal control. We're housed in the same building, and we work side by side with the community. Um, if we ever get calls of cruelty, welfares, um, a lot of times people will be evicted and they left animals there. Yeah. So yeah. legally, you know, animals are considered property, um, and the police department working with us as well in the sheriff's office, we don't leave any animal, anything that's considered alive, you know, fish, turtles, snakes, whatnot, yeah. you don't leave them there um, because you don't want them to suffer. So we bring them into our facility. Okay. Um, and if, of course, if there's, you know, a death in family or something, we can't reach a next of kin, we'll take ownership of them and try to adopt them out. Yeah. Um, okay. But, you know, like we have a pig right now. Oh, you know, my goodness. We get pigs a lot. Uh -oh. um, we get roosters. We get chickens. We get ducks. You <coughs> name it, we get them in. So wow. you just never know. So, yeah, if anybody's looking for anything, yes. yeah. Yeah. check here first. Yes. Right. Um, you can double check with us. We have adoptapet.com. Um, we work with ShelterPro. So ShelterPro and adoptapet.com, uh, adopt they work together. 
So anything that comes into our building through animal control or through the shelter site, if you go and adopt a pet, put in our zip code, the 30135, it'll show you every animal that is listed in our building every four hours it refreshes. Oh, wow. Perfect. Um, and again, like I was telling you earlier, with animal control, we have a new system to where if my dog just got picked up and I call the shelter, I can physically look on my shelter pro portal and see what the animal officers have on their truck. So in real oh, nice. time, I know what they're going to be wow. bringing yeah. into the building, and I can call that owner back and say, yes, your dog yeah, is coming to the shelter. Here. You can come pick it up at one. Yeah. Wow. So it works out. It's kind yeah. of like, and you know, we do push microchipping animals as well, because um, a lot of people don't understand. If you microchip your dog or your cat, and animal control picks it up, we scan them in the field. And so if we know, hey, this is registered to you, mm -hmm. it's kind of like Uber. We take They'll them right back to you. Yeah. yeah. You know, we you don't skip the shelter, go right back home. Yeah. You know, and it... it, it for me, it reduces their stress level, you know, because, I mean, for me, my own animals, if I take them to a boarding facility, they get stressed out. So, if, you know, if your dog comes to my shelter, they're going to get a little bit stressed out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd rather just send them right back home. You got your Uber. Officers are really great. Aww. Take them back home, and you're good to go. And they wow. do microchip at the shelter, mm -hmm. and you just walk your dog or cat right in, and yeah. uh, they'll take care of it for you. So, One-stop nice. shop. Yep. Well, <laughs> and we always are... And Dougie's asleep now, so I'll take it down a notch. Um, <laughs> we are always talking about how, how much we love the Humane Society. Um, and just not only just the service you provide, but for anyone who's looking for an animal, it's actually a great value as opposed to going and shopping for your purebred, whatever you're looking for right. and whatnot. Is it a set price for adopting a dog or a cat, or does it range or There's vary? There's different prices. We do promotions um, at least once a month. Um, we do, a lot of people will go ahead and sponsor an animal. So some of the animals are already paid for. Yeah. Um, they'll just do a donation to sponsor an animal. We have long-term residents where um, a lot of the times will go ahead and waive their adoption fee because, you know, oh. they're hospice patients. Yeah. Um, you know, they're 14, 15-year-old dogs. Oh. They're not going to have, a, yeah. you know, that many yeah. years. But we do try to get them um, out the door into loving homes. Yeah. Um, our cats, you know, we have a stray hold fee. So every animal that comes in through our building has to have a 72-hour mandatory stray hold. This allows the public to say, you know what, I think I lost my dog. Um, before we adopt it out, yeah. they have the yeah. time yeah. to reclaim it, which is where Adopt-A-Pet comes in really handy because um, you can see what's in our building. Um, but once they are off of their stray hold, they're available for adoption. But we do get, you know, dogs like this that are in high demand, um, and we do put stray hold fees on them. We have yeah. regular adoption fees. It's kind of, we, we try to adjust it as much as we can based on the person's situation and based off of the need of the animal sure. as well. Um, we do have set prices, but it does vary at times. Yeah. We appreciate the businesses and uh, groups around that will do like a pet of the month and help yeah. promote oh, yeah. some of the dogs right. that have been there longer. You know, they can uh, put that on their Facebook, social media platforms, you know, so that that way they get some more attention. And, um, you know, they're checking people out as, as they, you know, do their application and come in. So, Studies have shown, you know, if it's for free, this doesn't mean it's going to a bad home in any right. way. Yeah. Oh, no. That you know, that person it just it just caught their attention, and then that got them excited about adopting, and that's all that we need. So, and there is a big misconception that when you do cats. free adoptions, that we're just handing them out right. um, and not looking into it. Yeah. But what we do is, people do have to fill out an adoption application with oh, us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what we do based off our system is we run background checks, mm -hmm. so we can check if they've had any priors for unrestrained pets for cruelties and things like that. So once they've been vetted by us, then we'll go ahead and release them. Um, and then of course, you know, there are breed restrictions in some apartments and some place like that. So we verify with every avenue that we can 
prior to letting an animal out of the building. This way, our return rate is a lot less. Yeah. We try to yeah. send you out the door with as much information um, and backing to do a good retention rate. We just, I mean, we, I love them, but I don't want yeah, them back. Yeah. I want we them do appreciate that they do yeah. allow a return yeah. because that way, you know, the animal doesn't get into a situation where somebody just, you know, thought they could handle it and then, right. you know, yeah. figured out, oh, no, this isn't for me. Yeah. We'd rather the cat or dog come back, you right. know, and, and we'll try to try again a different adoption. So. And when, you, when, when someone adopts uh, a little puppy from the Humane Society, uh, they've already been through... They should, depending on how day. long they've been with us. So this guy right here, he's too young for us to go ahead and neuter at this sure, point because sure. um, he's not fully developed. So he would leave with his first three basic vaccines, his deworming. He's had a topical flea treatment and pretty much all the loving you can give him. <laughs> um, but our adult dogs, they will be heartworm tested. They will have their first deworming on them. They'll have their kennel cough, distemper parvo. If we spay and neuter them, they will go ahead and have the rabies vaccine, and they'll be altered as well. Yeah. So really all you're doing is doing a 72-hour follow-up with your vet to get them on heartworm prevention and a topical flea right. treatment every month, and that's it. So we've basically saved you about Which $300 doing yeah. everything. So that's, oh, wow. that's the story we like to tell at our house. So we've get, we had two dogs mm -hmm. uh, forever. Uh, Bosley came from the Cobb County Humane Society. Uh, back when my wife and I first got married, uh, 18, he, we, we had him, we got him about 18 years ago. Uh, we got him from the Humane Society. Hey, buddy. <laughs> um, I think, I, I'm guessing this was 18 years ago. I'm thinking it cost us maybe 100, 150 bucks mm -hmm. or so to get Bosley from the Humane Society. Right. Our second dog, and, and he was, at that point, he was shots and all that good stuff. He just talked about chipped and altered and everything. Right, Exactly. Um, our second dog, uh, Allie, uh, was a, a dog had taken up at my wife's grandmother's house and had some puppies under the house. So Allie, hey buddy, <laughs> Allie was free. Right. Uh, we say free because we then bring Allie home and take her to the vet. And now we're having to go through and do all the ones that you just mentioned. Right. The chip, the altar, the, the, the shots. Uh, Allie was hundreds of dollars. Right. So where Bosley was about 100, 150, she was upwards of four right for something right uh she was so it was it was nearly three times as much for our free dog uh as it was for our humane society <laughs> yeah. dog yeah. <laughs> yeah. um and they both were awesome and we just lost bosley oh, uh, after about 18 years uh not long ago so we're still heartbroken <gasps> too heartbroken to take dougie home <laughs> we still got sure? Allie. yeah we still got Allie. she's an elderly dog still now but she's about 18 now still too so we're, we're taking care of Allie right now or else Dougie would have a home. <laughs> if my wife watches the video uh, version of this show, <laughs> he may already may still have a home. <laughs> so Lacey, you stick to the podcast version of today's show. Um, so yeah, we tell that story a lot, and we, we always awesome. recommend people to go to Humane Society. Right. Yeah. And, cause the, and the other side of that is we see people who uh, they want uh, this type of dog or that type of dog. I want this breed or I want that mm -hmm. breed. And in the end, we end up seeing, you know, we have friends that have very purebred dogs, and they end up having health issues. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. of different things. Bosley and Allie, they're mutts. They're straight mutts. <laughs> Bosley was a pug shih tzu kind of mix. He was right. great. He was awesome. Uh, Allie, we're not quite sure about, like, uh, Dougie here. Uh, never had any major health issues. Right. Mm -hmm. Love right. a mutt. Um, so that's just something we see a lot. So. And we, we always talk great about Humane Society. We love them. Yeah, we always get, hey, like, you know, the story with him, um, he has six other siblings. Oh. So seven of them were found in the box on the side of the road. Oh. And they're probably a Heinz 57. We have two of them that we think are 
related <laughs> to the mom, yeah. but a little bit older. Um, they came in at about two and a half weeks old. Yeah. Um, so they need to be about eight weeks old before they get adopted. But, you know, we get that. We get all these little Heinz yeah. 57 puppies. We get kittens under the decks. Um, yeah. Some of them have moms. Some of them don't. Right now, everything is either pregnant or in heat. Um, we have some um, pitties yeah. right now. They're all pregnant. Um, so we're waiting for babies. Yeah. So we have lots of babies coming. Yeah. Lots yeah. of babies I think coming. it's good the shelter has the meet and greet room so right. that people oh, yeah. can come in and take some time, whether it's a cat or dog, and, you know, see how they, you know, work together and play together. And um, you can bring your own dog in and, and see oh, if, they, yeah. Yeah, wow. if they'll match oh, yeah. up. The, the kennel techs are wonderful oh. at, you know, managing that process. So yeah. everybody's safe and, yeah. you know, yeah. you ensure. And it ensure gives us an idea what she's saying. Right. It gives us a glimpse into what the household might be like. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's neutral territory. And your kids. And, yeah, the kids. You know, some dogs, we don't <laughs> we don't bring a kid to the shelter and be like, let's dog test you and see if right. you're good with, yeah. you know. <laughs> so what we do is it gives us an idea of being in a meet and greet room, supervised. Are they going to be good with kids, you know? are they going to be good with your dog at home you know vice versa is their dog going to be good with our animals so it gives us an idea i mean we do the same thing for cats but you don't often see people bringing their own cats to meet another cat i I would love that yeah (laughs) (laughs) we have a dedicated room for you it's great um but i mean a lot of the a lot of the kudos go to our volunteers and our fosters um without them literally a lot of the stuff wouldn't be done you know our volunteers they work just as hard as paid employees. They're there every day helping clean, helping to promote adoptions. You have the foot soldiers that are at adoption events, social media, um, dog walking. You know, we have foster programs. Our fosters, I have some very sweet um, senior foster ladies. Old, the only thing they want are older cats and older dogs. Aww. And so they want somebody that's growing old with them. You know, Aww. and it's wonderful. And they have the bet. I mean, they have strollers for these dogs. Mm-hmm. Strollers. <laughs> oh um, it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then we have people that, you know, they really want a dog, but their lifestyle just won't work right now. So the best thing we tell them to do is either be a volunteer or be a foster. You oh, know, you yeah. can, if you're volunteering, you come and you love on all of our animals all day and then you give them back. You know, if you want something that's a little bit more permanent, you can raise them as puppies. And then once the time comes where they're ready to go for, for adoption, you bring them back and we'll adopt them out. How Same do you do that? Oh I mean, you know, seriously. It, I love it. I personally love it. I, I get my fill and then I can bring them back. I mean, you know? I do love a puppy. Everybody loves a puppy. <laughs> oh, my but, goodness. Oh, you get so attached. How do you, how do you give them up after that? I don't know. I oh. adopt a lot of animals. I don't know. My house is. Let them go. Yeah. Yeah. What do and you guys offer for, like, a, like so, if say somebody wanted to adopt a dog but had never owned a dog, like, what do you guys uh, Ooh, you know, offer for them? Yeah. Yeah. So there's tons of resources. So when they do the adoption, we do an adoption packet. Um, a lot of the local vets will go ahead and either do discounted or free services um, wow. for their first visit. Um, we have Bentleys, who's formerly pet things. They sit there and they'll do free bath, nail trim, give you a little bag of food. Um, PetSmarts offers a coupon that does training, grooming, Banfield. Um, I mean, there's crates, discounts, all sorts of stuff. Um, On our side, what we do is we send you home with food, a goodie bag, toys and treats. But not just that, it's the educational material as well. Mm -hmm. Um, We give you information, if this is your first puppy, on crate training. Um, how long they can their little bladders can hold pee before they actually have to go. Yeah. Um, overnight yeah. tricks, establishing that you're the alpha, this is the way that we work in this house. Um, we don't want you to go out the door 
and feel helpless. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like when you have a baby, you don't want to, you don't know anything. There's really no books that tell you this is what you're going to get. <laughs> this is what to expect, but not what you're going to yeah. get. So we try to be that book and kind of give you some guidelines and say, here's how you can work through this process. Yeah. You know, they're not going to be potty trained. Some of them are, some of them aren't. Yeah. Um, but here's how you potty train. Here's mm -hmm. how you walk them on a leash. Just some guidelines to, to help you. We just don't want you to feel helpless like yeah. you just stuck with this dog and we don't know what to do with it so and just not knowing because yeah there's a certain point where they're too young they don't quite know yet exactly so you, you, you don't want to be too stern and that's this isn't the time for that right it's positive that. reinforcement yeah, it's positive say about 10 days to yeah. give uh you know a dog or cat time to to relieve that stress yeah. from the shelter so it takes a little while for them to yeah. to get used to your home Oh, and we yeah. just did the other side of it. We, like I said, we've got two that were just 18, 19 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, so we've gotten to the elderly dog side. So we're trying, we were trying to figure out, okay, so if they start having accidents in the home, what can right. they control, what they can't control, what, you know, what do we need to do? So, yeah, I it's totally always understand. changing. It's, just, it's always yeah. changing, yeah. you know, totally different. Thing. And we do, we have, you know, mm -hmm. our, our hospice yeah. dogs, we have quite a few elderly dogs, um, you know, and a lot of them can't walk. You know, or they or walk, babies. you can't do stairs, that you know, yeah. the yeah. flooring, you need to do rugs instead of just wood floors. Um, but, you know, luckily we've had some great fosters that take, you know, our senior dogs. And we have fantastic rescue groups that help with us. Yeah, you that know, takes have, some dedication. Yeah, it does. It yeah. does. Bosley lost all back leg mm -hmm. before, and, and it was a sampling tip, typical with like a pug, right. which he had right. in him. Uh, so for the last year or so, we literally just had to move him from place to place. Uh, you had a special harness to try to right. help walk him and stuff. So it takes a lot of dedication, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah. Totally worth it. Totally worth you it. You had brought up the Wind Foundation. They're also helping yeah. uh, us with the awesome. x-ray machinery. Oh. So when you talk yeah. about, is it a senior issue or is it an actual problem, something that we can have the vets fix? Yeah. Right. So yeah. the, they'll the, have an x-ray machine in-house because right. of the Wind wow. Foundation. Yeah. It's, the win, yes. it's the Wind 3 Charitable Trust. Yes. And they came in and met with us and saw the need that we had for an x-ray suite. Um, we can do a lot of our diagnostics at the shelter, but without running x-rays, I can't tell if you have a broken hip or if you're just favoring that leg because yeah. it's sore. Yeah. Um, this gives us the resources to go ahead and do that. So mm -hmm. they came in and they've donated to us. So we're getting our x-ray suite um, built in probably in about a month or so. Mm -hmm. So that, I mean, it kind of works threefold. It helps the community because we're cutting down the time that an animal control officer has to sit at a vet office. Um, whereas, yeah. you know, we respect our vets in the community, mm -hmm. right? We respect our vets enough to, we're not going to bump their clients. So yeah. we do sit sure. there. We're kind of the last one, but then it takes, you know, two hours to go ahead and get an animal seen. Sure. So instead of providing those resources for the officers to sit out there, they can actually be on the field, transporting animals, doing what they're supposed to do versus sitting in an office. At the same time, it helps me and our vets here to go ahead and say, we don't have to send it out and wait for x-rays. We can do it here. And it's all cloud-based now, wow. so it's fantastic. I can the take an X-ray at the shelter. Be amazing. I mean, yeah. it's. I mean, it'll pay for itself mm -hmm. within a year. Wow. But you know, it is cloud-based, so I can take an X-ray, and if I don't have a vet that's right there physically in the building, I can just swipe it and upload it to a vet, and they're going to sit there and say, "Okay, well, this dog needs surgery." Uh, technology. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yes. it's that's fantastic. <laughs> it is fantastic. That is. Yeah. But it's really awesome. I mean, the doctors are getting the most information they can possibly mm -hmm. have between the blood work machine and the, the x-ray machine, having a spayed or neutered, you know, pet. They'll have everything, you know, information they need to, uh, to make that adoption and, and know they're getting the right dog or cat. And a lot of the vets are, they're really on board with this. Um, because when they get an animal that's been adopted from us, where we've done all the vetting, anything like that, 
you know, it's an easy exam for them. Yeah. You know, we provide yeah. all the records. So they're like, you got the stock from the shelter. They know what we're doing at the shelter. It's already done. That's great. Rescue you know. groups, too, because you'll see a lot on the social platforms, uh, media platforms, that they need to know how much to uh, get donations. If they want to rescue an older senior, someone who's in medical need, that, you know, how much do we need to cover? And the information now that she'll be able to provide mm -hmm. helps them make good decisions, too, on who they can rescue and, and how much right. they need to be able to treat them further. So. Nice. So you mentioned More earlier um, volunteers. So obviously, uh, is that is that the best way for people to get involved and help out? Yes. What all you guys are doing? Yes. Is it come and volunteer volunteers and just spreading are, the word? Um, yes. Yeah. Volunteers are literally our foot soldiers. Um, yeah. They are, you know, they, we would not be able to do a lot of the stuff that we do without them. Yeah. Um, on our surgery days, like today after this, we have surgeries. Okay. We need volunteers to help. We have volunteers that help with recovery, um, volunteers that are helping to clean instruments. Um, on During the week, we have volunteers that offer their services to help adoption events, um, adoption counseling, meet and greets. A lot of our volunteers, we have a dog walking program on Wednesdays after hours. We have 10, 15 volunteers that go in there. Everybody pulls a dog. They take them to the park, bring them back. There we and go. it's just, it's getting them the enrichment that they need. So they don't feel like these dogs are just sitting there in a kennel, not being, yeah. you know, played with. Um, they come in there, they give baths, they take pictures. We have two volunteers in particular that come in there and take pictures of all of our animals. Beautiful Aww. profiles. I, <laughs> anything that a volunteer can help us with, we can find something for yeah. them. Um, and then we have our spay neuter gala. Um, to support our spay and neuter program. Sure. Um, that's on April 25th, and volunteers pretty much run the show. Oh, nice. Uh -huh. So nice. they help seat people, greet people, um, get information out there, take pictures. It's wonderful. April yeah, 25th. It's at, uh, right? Deer Lake okay. Park, and we transformed the gymnasium, make it look really good. Uh, we had the Carabas is helping us with the food and uh, DJ. So we, we try to minimize costs where the majority of that money, if you uh, buy tickets or sponsor or even uh, provide items for a silent auction, um, it's going to all go toward those spay neuter surgeries yeah. between the community and uh, at the shelter. So and we're I excited are there about puppies that. at the event? We, we usually have to bring puppies. Yeah. We usually, <laughs> we should bring to, puppies yes, yeah. everywhere <laughs> you go. <Yes>. Smart, <laughs> very smart. Yes, they kind of oh. adopt themselves out. You know, I mean, it, he's winning. It I right mean, now. Oh. yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> and Ooh. and that's the th so the puppies maybe and I'm assuming the puppies are the easy adoptions, but you have sometimes maybe some older ones sometimes um Is a lot of the works? older ones will tug at your heartstrings oh, yeah. um and okay. so and you know the police department sponsors some of our dogs yeah so they'll yeah. do like a pet of the month and they usually pick one of the animals that is less adoptable based off of age or okay, length of time good. in the shelter and that kind of picks it up Excellent. puppies That's will go really quickly but not everybody wants a puppy you know, some of them want an older dog that's oh, not, okay. yeah, yeah, sure. you don't yeah. have to worry about yeah. house training, yeah. Yeah. you know, that kind yeah. of stuff. So. I know, but look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best well, you that's ever. another way <laughs> is in volunteering if you can't make it to the shelter. It's to follow the Douglas County Animal Shelter yeah. social media, the Douglas County Humane Society social media and share the posts share and tell your friends. Out. I think right. a lot of times out. we yeah. hear, I didn't know the shelter was over there at 2171 Mac Road. <laughs> Did you say 2171 Mac 2171 Road? 2171 Mac Road. Deer Lake Park. 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 Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, 2171 Mac Road. <laughs> yes. 
And so you need to tell your friends. You need to let them know that, um, you know, if they start talking about, oh, I think I want a, a dog or a cat, well, why don't you check out the shelter first? Absolutely. So that is, you know, yeah. it's the support of the community um, getting the information out to people because not everybody's on Facebook or Instagram, Twitter. Mm -hmm. So we need everybody reaching people as much as we can. Nice, nice, awesome. So awesome. So we're just going to hang out the rest of the day here with you. Yeah, no, I, I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so one more time, let's, let's reiterate. So if people are interested in adopting an awesome little animal, uh, what is the best way? So a few ways. They can come to the shelter. Mm -hmm. um, we are closed on Mondays. On Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, it's 1 o'clock to 5.30. Weekends, it's 1 o'clock to 5 o'clock. They can come in, look at all the animals, meet with them, see if anybody, you know, matches up with them. Um, take them home when they're ready, spayed or neutered. They can go on adoptapet.com. Adoptapet.com, you put in 30135, the zip code, and Perfect. it'll list every animal that we have in our facility that's, that's available awesome. for adoption. That's really cool. Um, all right, and if somebody wants to volunteer and just come out and say, I want to volunteer to play with some puppies. So they can go ahead and email <laughs> us. Um, our email is animalshelter at co.douglas.ga.us. Yep. Um, <laughs> ask for a volunteer application, or they can physically come in and um, fill out a, a volunteer application. Once it gets processed and vetted, um, we'll call you, set up an orientation, and get you started. Or awesome. douglascountyhumanesociety.com. Mm -hmm. We've got the volunteer for their shelter application on there as well. So awesome. a lot of times, you know, we'll have some events throughout the year, but we always push people toward the shelter application because they do need to be over 18 years old. They'll yeah. do the background check because it's part of the county. So we want people to be able to go in and out of that shelter and help with the dogs and cats, not just, you know, outside events. So yeah. um, we do provide that on our website um, and also the tickets to our fundraising party. So it's a one-stop shop you can see everything that we have on our website <laughs> and of course if there's any businesses that are ever interested in taking a tour we will give you the VIP tour so what you see in the front is not everything see come in we'll give you the full tour suite, yep. um, you get the VIP tour um, we're open and willing to go ahead and do that yeah it goes for <laughs> school groups right um, everybody oh wow yeah, we do a lot of special yeah. needs um, school groups mm -hmm. tours um, I mean businesses vet hospitals you name it if you want to come down just let us know Awesome. And, and educating the children is a huge part where, you know, one day maybe we won't have little puppies on the side of the road in boxes because we're telling yeah. our kids that, you know, pets are family and, you know, we, we want to treat them with respect and, and do the right thing. So we love getting the kids out to the shelter. He's asleep again. Yes. <laughs> We're all going to do this. We're all take a nap. It's nap time. <laughs> uh, he's clearly dreaming about something, too, because occasionally he's running. Oh. So. All right. Well, is there anything else that uh, you'd like to mm -hmm. tell everyone about the uh, wondrous things that you guys are doing over there to help our community? A big thank you, you to Douglas yes. County. We a big thank you to everyone. the vets, the volunteers, um, and the public for yeah. their support. This okay. is a big year for us. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so Douglasville and Douglas County, no absolutely. Status, we want to so. keep that, that uh, no-kill status. Yes. That's yes. awesome. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome, right, buddy? We're very hard. Incredible. Very, very hard. Yay. Very cool. Very we have cool. a good staff And that before I even, yes. yeah, yeah, our staff. staff. We have an incredible staff between the animal control officers and the shelter staff. Um, yeah. They are the, you know, manpower behind everything, so I don't want them to be forgotten. They're good absolutely. guys. Absolutely. Very cool. Yes. Very, very cool. All right, well, with Dougie asleep and dreaming away, 
We will uh, wrap up our show and say thank you Thanks for joining for us, us today. Thank, thank you. you. Telling us all about what you guys are doing. Thanks, Haley, for joining us at the table. Thanks, Dougie. It was, it was a hard oh. decision, but... So. <laughs> and thank you all for tuning in uh, and listening. And please definitely go, get, go check out the video version of our show to see Dougie's cute face uh, <laughs> uh, at com. That's our YouTube channel where you can watch the video version of this episode, which is going to be uh, very important to see Dougie's smiling face. So, all right. Well, thank you guys for watching and listening and for joining us today. Thank we'll you. see you next time on Douglasville Impact.